I've always been comfortable being alone in the woods. This day, I was probably 20 miles away from the nearest person deep in the forest on the Canadian border. A nice warm summer day found me exploring some new hunting areas. I remember being easily out of breath even back these now 10 years ago and having to rest often. The underbrush was thick and I could only see a few feet in front of me. As I looked down in a particularly brushy thicket, I saw fresh bear sign. And I began to wonder about the wisdom of being out here without a sidearm. It now reminds me of a far more serious moment I had in this very area one early morning before daybreak. What often seems like friendly and safe is not always friendly or safe. We think of America as the best country in the world. Most of us have grown up with safety, opportunity, family, and hope for the future. However, sometimes we wander into areas that we don't realize are dangerous. Today, this is that. Riots and violence in Seattle and Portland continue to this day. The federal government was told to mind their own business when it all began. But when the Capitol was overrun on January 6th, that was a different story. Mark that down. Let's add to this imminent dangerous journey by noting that the government in Minnesota's Twin Cities let the riots continue and would then see their police force drastically cut back. Now, Minnesotans are being taxed to pay for the damage. Mark this down also on our trail. When COVID-19 hit, we were told to avoid gathering in even small groups. Businesses closed, many forever. But then the nation's borders opened up and saw overcrowded buildings full of immigrants, many of whom had COVID, and then they were released into our nation. Now, drug cartels have infiltrated this flow of illegal humanity into the country. Mark it down. In Minnesota, a federal judge has forbid schools from discriminating against a student who claims to be transgender from entering the bathroom or locker room of the opposite sex. A few years ago, a young male student was prancing naked in the girls' locker room and nothing was done about it, even back then. When I talked to a deputy sheriff whose daughter was in that locker room, he had no answer for what to do if he was called. Mark these down as signs on the road to danger. Around the world, every American embassy is flying the gay pride flag. And nightly, almost all of the TV dramas feature men kissing men and women in bed with each other. We've forgotten Sodom and Gomorrah and the biblical danger of such lifestyles in a nation that has had far more of the light of God than these ancient cities. We're walking into danger in America. Not unlike that November morning when I walked into the border country forest before dawn and without a weapon. Where we hunted, we could go for a week or more without ever seeing another soul. It was that remote, and I was over a mile from my lone hunting partner. I left my rifle in my covered portable ladder stand so I wouldn't have to lug it in and out in the dark to my four-wheeler a half mile away. On this morning, I wanted to be especially quiet so as not to spook any deer. But all of a sudden, I heard the sounds of wolves howling and they were clearly on the hillside that marked my trail. I was in trouble. 
but still not wanting to spook deer, I kept my flashlight off and quickened my pace. I only had about a hundred yards to go and was very relieved to touch the cold metal of the ladder. When I was safely sitting twenty feet off the ground with rifle in hand and vinyl windows opened, I heard the brush breaking. A deer was coming, I thought. Wolves don't make that kind of noise. They just show up. But I was quickly disappointed when I looked directly beneath my stand and saw a pack of about five wolves. After some coaching, they finally left, only to return in a few minutes. One shot at them sent them away, but deer hunting for the day was ruined, and I never again entered the woods alone without a sidearm. Like that summer day in the forest alone, I had wandered into danger without realizing it. As someone who seems like I grew up in the woods, it doesn't bother me to be there alone and in the dark, but being comfortable doesn't always mean safe. I could lose my life. However, in America, we are in far more danger than merely losing our lives. People are being comfortably led into a place where they will, not might, but will lose their eternity. And in the realm of this universe and of the fact that a soul will live forever in either heaven or hell, there are crimes being committed that are far, far more dangerous and critical than merely the taking of a physical life. When we allow unchecked immorality to grow so quickly, we are accomplices in the second death that the book of Revelation talks about. America is now attempting to normalize something far more dangerous than guns. While the liberals pursue gun control, they are also promoting a total loss of soul control and forcing open the gates of hell to a generation that is largely defenseless. The wolves are circling and the nation already has lost their means of protection. Do you realize that socialism has already become the official practice of our government? People are being paid to stay home to the tune of $300 per child per month. Our own city has signs displaying job openings like never before, but people aren't applying because they can get free money. In the Twin Cities, my daughter was told by their realtor, if you see a house you like, call me immediately. Houses are on the market for less than an hour and are being snapped up, often sight unseen, by people who are willing to make offers $50,000 over the listed price as they leave big cities all over America. The danger of socialism that is being spawned by the Democratic Party in America also has one other serious flaw that always has historically been its calling card. Atheism. The government wants to be the god of the people. The people don't even see it coming. They're fighting and canceling Christians and their message left and right. Equality of opportunity has now been also officially replaced by equality of outcome. Even black farmers are being given subsidies and other government support that is withheld from white farmers. There are so many things that define the fabric of the American way of life that are being destroyed at a breakneck pace that it boggles the mind. And what is going to happen is a major collapse of our nation as we've known it. And here's the real kicker. God is allowing it because where we were is what got us to where we are. We allowed sin to go unchecked, even in many churches, and we cannot sow wild oats for a generation and then pray for a crop failure. 
God is not an enabler. The message of Jeremiah to Israel is like reading the front page today. You're going into captivity as a nation. This is essentially what the news is reporting without realizing it, yet the people don't know it. And I need to give you some advice when you walk out into the dark forest of America. You don't have a big enough gun. You can't win with the gun of intellect, of campaigning for an election, or of educating the people, because sin is at the very center of the problem, and you can't educate sin out of the heart of America. No matter how much you understand politics or political history, economics, government, race relations, injustice, and no matter how mad you are about the discrimination you've suffered, or how destructive you understand the LGBTQ agenda to be spiritually, you can't outthink sin. This is not a political problem or a total breakdown of our educational system, though both are happening. When the National Secretary of Health and Human Services will not acknowledge motherhood, replacing it with the term birthing person, you know it's even beyond a mental health issue. God saw this coming a long, long time ago, and he has given us exactly what we need when the darkness comes. Colossians says, Jesus has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. What we're seeing is the power of darkness, the power of men completely unable to see the depravity and deception of the course that our nation is on. Nothing is going to stop this slide except a humble and utterly determined return to God and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Keep your eyes on Jesus, fixed and settled more and more each day through his word. And if you don't, I have one final word. If you don't, he will help you to do so. Over 40 years in ministry has taught me that it will be his gracious mercy that removes everything else you're trusting in for your peace and well-being until you begin to look to him. Don't worry when it happens. Just start to look up, for he is still with us. The shepherd has been known to break the leg of the sheep, to keep it from wandering so far off that it gets killed. When it happens, we can blame God because we don't understand. But if we will come to our senses, like the prodigal son, we will come home to our father, and all will be forgiven.